Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't like that one bit. Oh, like this that. is glorious. Derek. Don't, I I've don't like that for one day for so long. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast. Probably the worst episode I've ever taken part of. I, of course, am your mayor, uh, a mayor of wrongness, uh, Derek Montia. And I am joined by my vice mayor of wrongness, uh, my co-host and friend, the one and only Jesse Friedman, who was also wrong, by the way. I know I said on recent shows that I really wanted you to be right, Derek, but I've just decided to embrace it. The mm-hmm. fact that you're wrong, dead wrong, February 14th, lockout is still going. Let's just and, put it up. Uh, there it is. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> uh, for the record, so the, the eyes in yours are are definitely not great, right? You you do look very sad, but the yeah. ones in mine were just flat out scared. Like that, like uh, that is. That yeah. is just seriously off-putting right there, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yours just yeah. looks somber, right? I but I look I, like I'm just, I don't know, uh, like I've just completely gone off the rails. That's a man, that's the look of a man that's been wrong before, Jesse. And uh, before we get too deep into this, of course, I want to let you all know <laughs> that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL is over and NBA is king for now until hopefully baseball emerges like like the groundhog looking for its shadow uh, but in the t- meantime you can get some great action over at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA and it's too good to pass up we're talking between the legs 360 windmill uh, boom shakalaka good all right new customers can get just one dollar on any team and get 100 and $50 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Go bet it on the Phoenix Suns right now. It's what I did. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook has all sorts of uh, same-game parlays that you can get in on. They also have some great options uh, for a $10 free bet should you lose your money tonight. So maybe tonight's a good night for you to go put that $1 on any team to win and, and bet it on the Suns. Anyway, uh, we're yeah, we're here. Uh, we're doing this thing. I'm wrong. I was wrong. Uh <laughs> And MLB uh, made 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 us all uh, look like fools, of course. Uh, you know, you and I both, and of course, our friend Charles, Charles Woodall Pike says, uh, glorious, uh, and thank you. Yeah, of yes. course. Of course. Our, our pictures are, are great. <laughs> what can we say? Uh, I am sad to be wrong, Jesse. And I'm not just sad to be wrong, because I, I, obviously I don't like being wrong, but I'm used to it. I'm a seasoned 
veteran when it comes to being wrong. Uh, well, it's I mean, not- you're married, so I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty, you know, you know how mm-hmm. it is, right? <laughs> well, let's not even we. That's 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 just the surface level. I'm married with a daughter uh, who's ten years oh, old and yeah. thinks she knows everything. <laughs> so even when I'm not wrong, I'm still wrong somehow. Um, but sure. I'm sad to be wrong about this, Jesse. I'm sad to be wrong about baseball not resolving this issue. I'm sad that this is the day that I would be, I'm getting all these memories on my Facebook five, six years ago when I used to take a bunch of photographs out at uh, Salt River oh, Field. Oh, Salt River Field. Yeah. Oh, it's killing yeah. me. Makes me miss baseball more than anything. I'm getting excited about looking at uh, Bronson Arroyo throwing a fastball and stuff, and that's uh, that's not great memories, but at least <laughs> that, the that was no fastball, Derek. That was no <laughs> fastball. <laughs> but I think um, he threw about 80... 586 by the time he uh he got to the diamondbacks it was really it's a wonder that man was still a major league pitcher at that stage and you are not lying incredible (laughs) but uh it it doesn't surprise me uh when it comes to the arizona diamondbacks that they probably would be one of the teams uh or one of the owners one of the franchises that uh are in favor of what mlb is trying uh to negotiate and, and play hardball, no pun intended, with when it comes to uh, the collective bargaining tax. Uh, it, it actually really, really, when you look at it, the collective bargaining tax, as boring as this is to talk about, uh, really works in the favor of the Arizona Diamondbacks, right? Um, so does this entire system right now that MLB has kind of set up. Uh, the, the, the way that pre-arbitration players are held uh, to their contracts and to kind of low paying salaries and such it it just helps what the Arizona Diamondbacks right now are trying to do as far as uh you know rather than spending money on big expensive free agents you know loading up on cheaper younger players uh, holding them in the minor leagues longer than necessary in some cases just so that they don't start their service time um and then you know all of that stuff kind of plays into the Arizona Diamondbacks revenue right the collective balance tax which they don't pay because they don't exceed uh the collective uh or the competitive balance tax threshold um the draft and the revenue sharing that comes from it um all allow teams like the diamondbacks to make money essentially even when the 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 stadium is empty even when they're losing over 100 games they're still getting billions of well there's billions of dollars being generated and dispersed um, an annual league-wide broadcasting revenue. Um, and again, a team like the Diamondbacks that have a very small payroll and lose a whole lot of games can still make a whole lot of money uh, as, as a, I guess, as a company, you could say. It's dangerous, right? I mean, it's dangerous to allow organizations to just kind of go about their business and be profitable for, you know, w- without really anything of their own doing, right? And, and that's kind of the situation that we're in right now. The Arizona Diamondbacks, and and they're certainly not the only ones, there's a number of franchises in this position where they are profitable. Even if the Diamondbacks win 52 games like they did last year, you know, they have an all-time low in terms of their attendance. They're a profitable organization because of the way that revenue sharing impacts the game. And and I think the the big problem here, Derek, that we all recognize is that that doesn't give them a whole lot of incentive to go out there and spend money when they know you know, that revenue sharing is going to bring in all the money that they need in order to turn a profit in the end. So there's some more to dig into here. But but on the on the surface, I mean, this is just a pretty clear issue uh, that baseball has, and it, it definitely impacts the Diamondbacks. 
you know what all this is though jesse really it's a re it's an excuse because we know i was wrong uh i put my trust somehow in mlb foolishly you know trying to uh to, trying to be more of a lover than a fighter but they are not jesse Sorry. they are not they are picking fights all over the place like we said the diamondbacks yes. uh or not the diamondbacks because they're just caught up in this but uh mlb has gone full heel on everyone and they don't care it, it, what it really feels like they don't care what like society feels about them right now right this lockout is impacting uh you know spring training which has you know this ripple effect that goes out and i talked about it in my piece on gophnx.com but it's really the most inconsiderate part of this entire you know, situation, right? Uh, I saw the craziest stat today, which was uh, from an LA Times article. And the, the stat was that uh, the average Dodgers fan during spring training spends on average $439 per day during a spring training visit. Wow. Cool. $439. Now, I'm guessing they're... I mean, I guess that's like hotel and all that stuff, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah, state? exactly. Okay. Yeah, they're, I'm, I'm guessing they're factoring an average hotel cost, average meals that they have to eat. They're not, you know, that they're going to eat out on all those meals. They're going to spend money at the ballpark. I'm sure they're factoring in possibly a merch, like a hat, t-shirt or something. Um, but, that you know, when you really think about that, that's an incredible amount of money. And honestly, at times... There have been times where I've gone to cheap sporting events where the tickets were something like, you know, 30 bucks or whatever. And then I found myself spending an incredible amount of money before the night was over. Right. So it's not. Oh, like yeah. Say that that's yeah, low, low ticket of... prices are are really just they're just a way to get you in the door. It right? just means then... that. Yeah, it just means I could do that much more uh, damage when I get in the door. It's like uh, going to the state fair or something like yeah. like you don't really it doesn't really matter how little it costs to get in the state fair. But everyone knows you're going to spend at least a hundred or two hundred dollars by the time you leave there. So that's the that's the trap that we all fall into. Going back to the comments, our friend Charles Woodall Pike said, "As a hockey fan, I sympathize all too well with the dealing uh, with a lockout delaying the season. Yes, NHL has been uh, probably a, a big culprit when it comes to the lockouts and labor disputes." Uh, Evan Thompson, our buddy, says, "I was wrong too. I thought it was going to be worked out by the day after the Super Bowl." It just wow. It's, so it's it, national. Evan is wrong too. Yeah. National hey, Evan we gotta get. Day. We'll also get a graphic that. made. Don't worry. We'll get a. <laughs> we'll get a graphic made. Um, he said we have not had a normal spring training since 2019. I'm tired of this. Can we have some sanity, please? Yes. Uh, interesting that you bring that up. Uh, spring training in 2018. Uh, the economic impact on the state of Arizona. Uh, 644 million dollars in 2018 when a full spring se season was played. That's a lot of money. Uh, this yeah. does say spring training, so this might include Florida. This might not be exclusive to Arizona, but still, yeah. $644 million being generated, and that's in 2018 uh, for, you know, the, the local areas, right? Uh, I, I was I was thinking about it the other day. I saw someone make a comment on it, but, like, are, areas like Maryvale here in Arizona locally, that's, like, their biggest time of the year, right? Yeah. And even a shortened spring training, yeah, it's going to be still happening. And then people locally that live here might go out and take a day off and go see it or whatever. It's still not going to bring in the the tourists and right. people from outside of the state like it would when those people can't be confident 
on when these games are going to be played or when they can make arrangements to fly out and <laughs> stay at a hotel. Now, granted, they've already bought their tickets probably because spring ah. training tickets have been on sale for, yeah. for months now for, for whatever reason. But yeah, yeah, just so everyone knows, you know, if you have a friend who invites you to a spring training game that's in like, you know, two weeks, don't, oh. don't, don't buy it. Don't, don't, uh, don't be so naive. Yeah. I don't think I, that game is going to happen, unfortunately. I had someone ask me that and I was just like, I don't know. They were like, I have plans to go to a spring training game. I'm like, I don't know if you do. I don't yeah. know if you do. <laughs> hey, Patrick Lyons is here. So this is the best show ever because we need to just have him, have him jump on the stream yard. Uh, he says, MLB doesn't want to play minor leaguers now. What's next? Cotton candy only for those age 21 or older? Well, it depends on what is in that cotton candy, <laughs> Patrick Lyons. Uh, and I will say there's a lot of ridiculous things. I feel like uh, MLB next wants to cut out a couple of umpires from the game because they seem excessive to have four. And uh, if that brings in robot umps, Jesse, you know I'm all for that. And I'm not talking <laughs> about you. I mean, the actual robot umpires, of course, this guy over here that, that we're talking about. But um, yeah, like uh, <laughs> a friend of mine was like, uh, is third base really necessary? You know, like, yeah, like that's what it's starting to feel like. And MLB is <laughs> just kind of getting crazy with it. Uh, the Firing minor leaguers uh, or wanting to fire minor leaguers, wanting to not carry so many, uh, wanting to draft less, uh, wanting to pay them less. It's just... Uh, it's just all bad. But like I said, they're they're right now in a position where they don't seem to care about public scrutiny. They don't seem to care because it's all bad press for them right now. So, yeah, uh, again, it's like it's like might as well just bring it all on right now. And, and yeah, what's another you know, hit piece on Major League Baseball ownership? Correct. I mean, at this point, right? Uh, they'll just get their writers to write a hit piece on you. That's the way it works. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised. We'll get, I'm, we'll get Mark Feinzen over at MLB.com to uh, to tell how ridiculous the Players Association is being and all their unreasonable I'm, demands and all these things. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm not surprised they haven't come for us yet, Jesse. Uh, Evan says, <laughs> oh yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, Josh, dang, think of all that money. Everyone is missing out at during spring training and it's ridiculous, right? I mean, it really is. Yeah. Uh, especially when <laughs> again, looking back on it, it's a self-imposed situation. MLB is doing it to themselves. They don't need to be doing it, but they feel like it's necessary. In fact, yeah. you know, I, I, I didn't, I don't remember this because obviously neither one of us were old enough to be really understanding what was going on yeah i don't even think you existed yet but uh with the strike <laughs> in 96 they didn't actually have a new cba in place when the strike ended it was actually mm. a judge that required them to go back to playing so they went to playing under the existing cba yeah which you can CBA. do yeah they could they could literally like you said you were 100 percent right uh rob manfred could tomorrow morning say the lockout is over uh, and we're going to continue to negotiate the CBA. They don't actually have to have a CBA in place. It's just yeah. that moment of uh, looking weak, looking weak. Oh, yeah. Evan had. Well, it's just we have me. more. Ninety six is when they came back. Ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, no, you're right. It was ninety four, ninety five. But yeah, um, you're you're older than me, Evan, and you've proved it here today. Uh, <laughs> Charles says MLB wants baseball to only last two hours. Just put a timer on it. When it ends, it ends. Doesn't matter if it's in the middle or in a bat or even in play uh, I, I mean that would actually be kind of fascinating just like, when the when the clock like strikes play the clock like have your pitcher <laughs> you know have your pitcher just kind of mosey around and, and delay for a while i don't know yeah i love it i love it 
Uh, Josh Hunt says, it feels like everyone in baseball leadership hates baseball. It absolutely feels like that. That's absolutely what it feels like. Uh, and it's absurd. Uh, and now you just, you have guys leaving the game, which we'll talk about next, but uh, don't leave the game. Don't leave, don't leave us. Uh, sit here, listen to us, talk to us. But uh, if you haven't done it already, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, of course, NBA action is hot. The Suns, they are very, very hot. Uh, they are the hottest team in ba- in basketball, baseball. God, I miss baseball so much. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, new customers over at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, uh, can get this great deal. Just bet $1 on any team, uh, and you will get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Uh, instantly, too. You'll get those bets instantly. I love to get those bets back and just turn them right around and bet again. Uh, on other games, usually future Suns games. But uh, existing customers uh, can get in on the action with same-game parlays, which I've been doing. Uh, I'm going to give you my same-game parlay for the Suns game tonight if you're watching us live right now. Oh, I'll, I'll give it to you. you a very crippled uh, Clippers team from what I you're know. You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. For them right now. <laughs> um, I, I did a same-game parlay. I took the Suns money line. Uh, I also took Cam Johnson over 8.5 points. Chris Paul... Uh, over 12 and a half points under 13 and a half assists for Chris Paul. Uh, wow. The over third. under is 13 and a half, 13 and a half assists. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Devin Holy Booker's cow. over under is two and a half assists. So I took the over on his assists and then I took Aiton at uh, over his, uh, over 13 and a half points. So there you go. It's not even Thursday and I'm giving you a DraftKings pick of the week, uh, but go download the DraftKings, uh, sportsbook app don't listen maybe listen to me maybe not i don't know uh my track record isn't the best but i yeah on, on, on national derek is wrong day as we're celebrating it's probably not the best day wanna, to listen yeah, to me you guys don't want to place that bad. i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna tote this victory of blue gatorade uh this is my blue gatorade trophy for winning um a bet on blue gatorade but <laughs> did you buy that course. for yourself Derek? no my wife got it for me it's a it's a it's an airpods <laughs> okay. and it's amazing it's my valentine's oh, day gift okay. along with okay. the along with the bat that I showed you. But uh, again, uh, new customers, get down on the action. Bet $1 on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Uh, and Jesse, yes, we have another uh, great player leaving the team, a player uh, leaving the MLB, but leaving his team that he's played with his, his entire career. Ryan Zimmerman yeah. today announced his retirement after 17 seasons, 17 years. I don't know if it's seasons or years, but uh, 17 years with the Nationals. So uh, it's kind of crazy because, uh, believe it or not, uh, there are a lot of guys over the last 20 years that spent their entire career uh, with one team. Uh, but not as many as I thought. And it's mostly some pretty big names, right? You got like Derek Jeter yeah. and Mariano Rivera and uh, uh, Jorge Posada all in the Yankees. Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio with the Houston Astros. Uh, and then like it kind of gets sporadic after that. I mean, there's not a lot of players, a lot of teams that had guys for their entire career. Uh, no Arizona Diamondbacks players on that list at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Salmon, who Tim Salmon. Uh, who played uh, with the Anaheim Angels. That was surprising that he was with them as long as he was. Uh, he went to my high school right here in Green in uh, oh. Phoenix, Greenway High School. Uh, that was like one of the big athletes, right? Um, so 
we got uh yeah some names on there but surprised Todd to see Todd Helton Todd Helton was crazy because his like it's like 95 to like 2012 or something like just it like the I know it's not that long it's the same amount as Ryan Zimmerman it just looked longer like the amount of decades that he's played uh in one yeah. sport but um yeah I mean uh thoughts uh do you did do you find it surprising at all that there was this amount of players that um that are retiring guys that i mean and not in ryan zimmerman's case necessarily because 17 seasons 17 years that's a lot um but yeah i mean what are your thoughts i respect guys who are able to stay with the same organization their entire career and and granted, it's not just up to them, right? I mean, it, it requires mutual interest with with the team, and you know, um, it, it's it's really it's really magical when something like that happens, where where both sides, you know, enjoy the partnership enough for a player to stay with one team for for as long as some of those guys did. Brandon Webb is the one name that comes to mind for the Diamondbacks, who's really close. Uh, to being on a list like this, he obviously didn't play nearly as many seasons as as most of those guys that you just named. Um, but technically, he was a Texas Ranger at the very end of his career before he decided to retire. So I guess that sort of interferes with things on on his front. Um, yeah, we had Josh Hunt said, I believe Brandon Webb did, though technically, no, he got signed with the Rangers but never played. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one's a little, a little bit harder to say, but his career obviously is, is significant, you know, not 17 seasons. I think it's 2000, you know, 2003 to 2007, something in that range. It's, it's not, not nearly as lengthy as some of those guys, primarily due to injury. I mean, I still wonder, Brandon Webb is not that old. I don't, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head, but he's not that old. Like he, yeah. Probably if, if his arm hadn't gone out, if he'd been able to stay with the Diamondbacks, it's not unreasonable to think that he could have been a Diamondback up until just a few years ago because right. he was really pretty young when he was forced to retire uh, due to that arm issue that he had. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesse, how silly of you to believe that they would have kept him here the whole time. Come on. That's fair. That's they fair. don't do that. Yeah, that's very naive. Uh, of me, Evan but... says Brandon will be 44 this year. So, okay. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe not, maybe probably about five not years ago. Not the last couple maybe. years ago. Yeah, not the but, last couple years. But, yeah, I mean, you know, 2015, 2016, like that's not impossible. Uh, Josh Hunt asks in, in regards to Ryan Zimmerman, uh, Hall of Fame career. What do you think? Uh, no, no, no. I don't think Ryan. I think he's a great player. Um, you know, respect what he did. He had some great seasons as a Washington national, but just didn't have the accolades that you would really need yeah. to necessitate a hall of fame career. Right. Yeah. I, let me look at his numbers real quick. So his career batting line, he hit 277 with an 816 OPS. He had 284 career home runs. So there's some, there's some big numbers there for sure. Um, career, career imagine having a career 816 OPS in 17 seasons or 17 years. That's yeah. Crazy. It's, it's impressive. Um, but you know, for a guy who plays third base and first base, you're going to need to really, you know, knock the crap out of the ball in order to be, you know, a hall of fame candidate, but a, yep. a great career. Nonetheless, maybe he appears on the ballot at some point, but not, not someone I would expect to see in the hall of fame. Um, and I know, I know we've talked about this to, at length, but, uh, it, is do you see any i mean it's so hard but do you see the diamondbacks committing to guys like this now for the future do you see because of the way that they're building that they might 
just mm. maybe keep some of these prospects that if they do turn out to be as good as we all believe they can be, does, does an Alec Thomas does, you know, uh, does a, a Corbin Carroll become a lifelong Arizona Diamondback, the first, perhaps. I'd I'd really like to think so, Derek. I'd really like to think so. But the problem is, and this goes back to what we talked about on the front end of the show, the problem is that what teams like the Diamondbacks and even the Rays and the Pirates and and some of these lower market, lower spending teams are doing is they're just not keeping players, right? Their, Their strategy is to try to uh, you know, retain a player for as many of their affordable years as you can, and then move on from them the moment that they become more expensive. Even the Rays, as good as they've been, they've still embraced that strategy. You're not going to find many players on that Rays lineup that are, you know, outside of their pre-arb years. Um, or I guess some of them are probably into arbitration at this point, but there's not a lot of guys there who've been extended on any kind of contract whatsoever after their rookie deal. Um, you know, we've even seen the Rays uh, float around the idea of trading Austin Meadows, one of their better outfielders lately, because once a guy gets expensive, they want to move on. Right. And, and unfortunately, it's hard to see the Diamondbacks not doing something similar unless I mean, maybe this CBA moves things in the right direction. Maybe the players get some of the things they're looking for. And maybe owners have have more of an incentive to spend and and try to, you know, maintain uh, their teams, uh, their teams, players retain some of those guys that have that have historically left for other organizations. You'd love to see it. You would just love to see it, but who knows? Yeah. I, 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 I need to see them commit to it and actually do it. At times, it it seems like the yeah the way that the way that they're running this team seems more like what we talked about earlier with uh, making a profit off of a hundred loss team uh, is as of late more than it seems like they want to build uh, a competitor, but. Uh, yeah, the future and this isn't the future holds. This isn't news to anyone, but the problem is it's not a Mike Hazen problem, it's a Ken Kendrick problem, right? It, it goes back to ownership. We all know that. And and Ken Kendrick is probably going to be the Diamondbacks owner for, for quite some time from now. So it's it's hard to see uh an end to, to something that's gone on for so long when you know things have kind of been run the same way ever since he ever since he came to town. Well, over on gophnx.com today, we have some great articles coming out. Uh, Craig Morgan spoke with the Coyotes president and CEO, Xavier uh, Gutierrez, about the uh, new uh, multi-purpose arena at ASU that the Coyotes will be playing at. Uh, not to mention, of course, all of our wonderful articles on baseball, the lockout, Dan Straley, and more over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up already, I, I don't know what you're waiting for, but uh, please, I implore you to check us out. And if you like what you see, maybe stick around with an annual membership. Uh, you can get that annual membership, which will get you a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. Uh, get you access to the full website, all of our content, plus our members only discord and members only discount over at phnxlocker.com. Uh, if you're not interested in, in the t-shirt and the annual membership and the saving money and, 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 and loving us as much, I get it. I understand times are tough. You can get the month to month option, 50 cents for your first month. Try us out. If you like it, stick around. Maybe get the annual membership. Uh, if not, uh, no hard feelings. It's all right. Derek, Derek's okay with being wrong, and that's what today is all about. I've accepted it. <laughs> I understand Derek was wrong. That's the way that this works. Derek was wrong, and uh, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. But uh, I'm not wrong about how great those T-shirts over are at over at the phnxlocker.com, and I'm definitely not wrong 
about, you know, coming over and joining us in the Discord. We'll talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about Book of Boba Fett in the season finale, uh, I, I'll talk to you about that for hours. Uh, the lockout, maybe not so much, uh, but we can we can talk about other stuff in the Discord. Uh, anyway, I, I will tell you, I am excited. Valentine's Day, Jesse, of course, I know. It was a bad day. It was a bad day because obviously Derek was wrong. Of course, yeah, we, we get it. We get it. Derek was wrong. But um, <laughs> it was Valentine's Day. So I had a wonderful day with my wife. I hope everybody had a wonderful day with their significant others. And uh, we had an opportunity to help people out, Diamondbacks fans, by creating some wonderful Valentine's Day cards. Maybe if you uh, forgot it was Valentine's Day, yeah. it, maybe it was some <laughs> last minute shopping to help you out. Um, we did come up with some stuff for you, of course, sending you gallons <laughs> of love this valentine's day i like that one uh david peralta our love is like a freight train i don't i don't know what that means necessarily but <laughs> don't ask questions derek it's not uh, about yeah, what I it mean, means david's excited about it david david knows what it means that is a man that knows what we're talking about when we talk about love being like a freight train uh this one a bit scary uh but separately we are small components together we make a big unit you can take that however you want to um <laughs> I, I'm not going to judge however you want to take that. But of course, my favorite one is I promise I won't let you down. Oh, yes, money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, I don't think anyone wants any part of that Valentine's Day card. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he did, though. Oh, I mean, he uh, uh, he was good at that. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, I, I hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. Obviously. Uh, we didn't because we still have this lockout going on. Instead of us talking about uh, the smell of the grass, hearing the crack of the bat, or at least at least the ball hitting the mitt, as pitchers and catchers would report, we are still locked up in this stupid ongoing saga, uh, which, you know, at this point, we are never getting out of it, feels like. Jesse, I, I, I don't know what to say. But so what, do we, what do we do now? Do we make new predictions? Is that the move? Or, mm. or should we, maybe we should, I don't are, know. Do we, we are we wrong again? That. Do we get yeah, wrong again? Yeah, we're probably just going to be wrong again. I don't, I don't want, okay. I don't want that graphic you know that was made with my eyes to ever see the light of day again. It's, so. it's, well, you're not getting this one. You're not getting omnipotent Jesse back. That's no. not coming back for sure. <laughs> but um, I will say that we do have, uh, a, well, I guess, an on the spot prediction to make. Um, I can say maybe at this point, uh, we should predict spring training and what's going to happen with it. Um, how many hmm. weeks do you think get shaved off spring training? Uh, a Rob Manfred said that hmm. they could go with as little as four weeks of spring training. And I believe what he means by that is without it impacting the season. Uh, obviously, four weeks seems like the minimum from what he's saying. So do we still have spring training? Does it pass by? the spring training time. And then we have these four weeks of whatever camp or whatever they're going to do to get prepped. Uh, once we're into the season starting, how long does this draw out now? Mm. I, unfortunately, as much as I would love to be optimistic and still say that, you know, spring training, we're going to lose a few days, but like you said, that side can, of you is dead. Can, now the, the we can trim a week off and we can, yeah. you know, we can still make it in time for opening day. I no longer think that um, I, I think that baseball will not start on time talking about opening day. I don't think we're going to play 162 games in 2022. 
and and that's okay you know i mean if if it's 140 if it's 150 we'll put up with it derek and i'll be here we'll be here to break it down as it happens um but i am no longer confident about that i do think that they're going to trim spring training as much as they can because they're not going to want to miss out on any more regular season games than they have to so i think that four week mark is is probably what it'll wind up being at the end of the day I hate to agree with you because I want to be cautiously optimistic about this situation. I want to say, Jesse, that I feel like the pressure is truly on now. And what's weird is it reminds me of, I mean, we've made this comparison before, right? Just as a joke, but it really reminds me of the old Hamilton gunfight thing, right? Uh, It's like up to this point, (laughs) you had all these chances to stop it, right? And now, like, it literally feels like the next move is them turning around and pointing guns at each other. Like we got past the representatives having a negotiation and talking and that didn't work out. And now it feels like they're Rob just gonna have to fight it out and they're just going to have to turn around and shoot. I and think like, the player, the, the players are a little bit more fit than, uh, than the owners probably they, are. They are uh, as far as they want reflexes. any kind of physical fight uh, happening. Yeah, there. man. <laughs> Here, here's, but my point being is like, I feel like both sides were trying to use time against each other and yeah it's we're at that point where it's starting to like time like time is short now time is officially short so there is about as much incentive as there's ever going to be as far as as time is concerned now again like i said i wonder if we see federal involvement not from a mediator but from a judge uh last last time it was judge sotomayor who uh made the, the 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 declaration that the baseball had to get back to work so uh without a new cba I wonder if we're going to see that at this point. I I feel like they, I mean, you know, like I said, time's run out and they're literally both looking at each other, you know, kind of waiting for the other side to concede. I feel like we haven't heard much concession from, from the owner side still. It's not to say that we don't get details that they are moving the needle a little bit closer, but it's like they're taking baby steps while the, you know, players are taking huge you know, huge three-step, you know, leaps towards trying to meet in the middle. They just can't go. They they can't be the one that gives in completely. They have a reason for their numbers. They have a reason for the things they're requesting. They know how much baseball, you know, costs. They have all the analytics. They have all the numbers. Like, you know, baseball wanting to, the MLB wanting to cut back on, like, their minor league players and things like that. Uh, you know, someone, someone ran the numbers and it, it runs. It costs like two and a half a million dollars a year uh, in the ballpark between two and a half to three million dollars to run the entire minor league organization. It's basically yeah. the cost of a of a mediocre player at, at the at the big league level to well not mediocre I'd say kind of kind of good average good player but not great not a you know superstar or anything yeah. like that to run your entire minor league organization and you're and you're nitpicking at those dollars you know, uh, to try to, to try to cut those dollars down and such really, like I said, the housing situation that they agreed to seems to really come back to be like affecting this. I feel like, even though it's not being talked about, I feel like how much money MLB will now have to spend on minor league players. Housing is why they are now trying to cut back on the number of minor league players that are in their system. Yeah, together, for sure. right? For like, sure. let's just trim back a little bit of the fat on every team just to down to 150 total. And then that way, you know, secretly we got rid of like 
200, 300 plus players without really yeah. blinking. I mean, eye, you know, I think people would probably rather that in some respects, right? Like, I think we'd rather have a few, you know, well-paid minor leaguers who can afford everything that they need, can afford to go home and eat at night, than have a bunch of minor leaguers who can't afford some of those basic living expenses and have to pick up second jobs and whatnot. So, I mean, if if it's a choice, and it seems like that's what the owners are trying to impose, I, I you know, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to making the minor leagues a little bit smaller, as sad as that is, right? I mean, none of us want to see minor league baseball gets smaller because it it really is kind of the lifeblood of America's pastime in, in many ways. But but I mean, if that's the only way, I think a lot of people would prefer that. Well, we've talked about it. Like in some cases, these, um, you know, these basically these these minor league teams for some cities are like their only major team. You know, it's their only chance yeah, to have a sports right. team that that's they root for so that they go see, yeah. you know. Um, and it, the, the whole thing, the whole thing is sad, but like, honestly, we are having this, you know, uh, some, a minor league player today posted a TikTok video of how much, uh, money he made in the Padres system last year. Uh, he, he put it on TikTok. It was less than, it was less than $12,000, uh, right? You can, you mean to tell me, especially prior to them paying for their, you know, for their housing, you mean to tell me someone can live on $12,000 a year. And then it's not like it's, Oh, okay. Once you get to double a, now it's 24,000. And when you get, no, it was like 12,000, 14,000, 16,000. Like you mean to tell me you expect these guys to live on what's less than minimum wage. It's crazy. And so you're right. I mean, to what you're saying is right to be able to pay them better and have them you know, again, it makes baseball a more attractive sport for young people to want to play. Hearing all of this, I would never want to play baseball. What kind of, like, what kind of crazy thing is that to try to, to to try to recruit people, to to try to recruit athletes to play that sport, to have your minor league be so unappealing, right? We talked about it on the Cardinals show with Kyler Murray. Where would Kyler Murray be right now if he would have chose baseball over football right yeah what he'd is probably he? be in he'd probably be in amarillo texas trying in amarillo to, you know, texas some, right he'd be some city some he'd random be up here waiting to report to camp to be here at the big league camp for a little bit and we probably wouldn't see kyler murray's name again for two more years maybe as at a major league level granted he'd, he'd probably have a a fuller instagram profile that is Whoa. the one oh jesse too soon <laughs> too soon you monster um but i just i don't i just want baseball back that's all i want i don't care that i'm wrong i don't care that jesse was wrong jesse was wrong too like if you notice the title of the show in the description i didn't take the heat alone i was wrong you were wrong we were all wrong because baseball makes (laughs) us all look like fools baseball doesn't seem to care about anything right now that's why it almost makes me laugh because they truly are like a pro wrestling heel they just don't give a damn, and it almost seems to delight them to infuriate us more. It almost like let's do all the things that are going to piss off the fans and the players. Like let's go right. after minor league. Where's Santa Claus? Let's go. Let's go fire Santa Claus. You know, like they they'll do anything. Uh, but I can't wait for this to end because I need baseball back. Um, and you know that's that's it's where I'm at. I'm I'm sad, Jesse. I'm sad. Um, and again, I don't mind being wrong because I was hopeful this would happen, and I truly thought it did. 
uh, you know, you said that you were being a bit optimistic when you made yours, but you kind of knew it wasn't yeah. going to be. I, I I can't take that same kind of, I wish I could take that way out, but I didn't. I thought like, oh man, by the time pitchers and catchers report that, that heat's really going to be on, you know? Yeah. Uh, apparently that doesn't matter. So, uh, but it's, it's, it's finally starting to resonate with people though. I've finally had people coming to me and being like, what's going on with baseball? And I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I've had people calling me again, like the spring training thing to see if they should have people fly in or not. My advice has been, no, uh, that's been my advice. So I don't make sure those flights are refundable. If you're booking, make sure you get a credit and you can use those miles later. But, uh, we thank you guys all for joining us. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D backs, but of course all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are at PHNX sports on YouTube. If you're watching us right there right now, commenting, we thank you guys for joining us. We love when you guys join us and comment, uh, give us more to talk about. And uh, again, yeah. you help take our minds off of how wrong we both were, not just me, Jesse was wrong too. Uh, but uh, you can uh, definitely follow us on YouTube and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the amazing content coming out from the PHNX team. We have some great stuff. Uh, again, the Suns are amazing. The, the Coyotes, they found a home. The Diamondbacks, we're we're here too. Uh, the Cardinals, that's a whole other dumpster fire that I don't feel like dealing with right now. But again, <laughs> we hope you guys are enjoying the content. Sign up to become a member over at gophnx.com. Uh, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code of PHNX. Sign up. Make some money, uh, bet on the Suns. It's always a good idea. Uh, we thank you again for watching. Jesse, let's get this lockout over with, sir. I need it, I need it. it to happen. All right. Let's stop, we'll, let's stop we'll making go. predictions. <laughs> we'll go. Yeah. Let's stop making predictions. And yeah, because it doesn't feel like it's ever going to end. But uh, we thank you again for joining us. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when we just play baseball.